Chris back in for Ed Egros alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. It is BetQL Daily, live inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today, and then wherever you're going for this holiday, you take us with you, or you can just uh, relax. Maybe you got everything wrapped already. Oh, really? You think you're so smug with all your presents bought and wrapped already? You think you're better than me, huh? Look at you, huh? Yeah, come on. I got Aaron. Nothing. I got nothing. I'm t- you still shop? I'm done. Let's say I got Marriott's done shopping. It's not, I ain't, we're done. Every, everything's bought, just nothing wrapped. You're done already, Aaron? Everything okay. done? I was dreading it because, like, I really didn't want to wrap, but I feel like it takes the fun out of it if you just do uh, tissue and bags, like, for a bag. little kid. Like, yeah. they want to open. Yeah. So, yeah, I knocked it out this week. And I hid all the presents in my closet and had the closet uh open as i was getting ready and picking out oh, no. what to wear and she saw some stuff i was like trying to get her out of there like no 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 so, this yeah. child is better at finding presents ahead of time i tell you i mean she's probably open 50 percent of it maybe that's the strategy you find them and open them so then i have to buy more because now <laughs> wait how'd say, she no wonder how'd she open them because i like they're in amazon boxes or or she found the the wrapped uh, no the, the ones that she found some that were unwrapped so that's what motivated me to start wrapping and then hide uh, them but uh, i didn't know she would be so excited to open them so she saw ones that were wrapped also and kept telling me open 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 i was like okay i'm just gonna give into this so she's open, wow so. sounds like you gotta get a little better at hiding hawk i'm not gonna lie to you here <laughs> yeah. yeah i do like at this stage i think i like, underestimated on a her shelf this year. It's not happening on a shelf. You're clear right now. Like, yeah, yeah. it's Just on a shelf, but she floor. looked up and saw all the, all the wrap presents this morning. And like this little tiara that I didn't wrap that I was going to put in her stocking. And so she was like insisting on getting whatever was in my closet and wouldn't let it go. <laughs> yeah. Well, a special okay. gift under the tree for us to unwrap Monday night. Ravens Niners. How you like yes, that for a segue? We'll go. get to it in a minute. Something that's happened just twice uh, in the last 53 years in the NFL. We'll explain it to you in just a moment. But this, it's being played on Christmas Day, but this is a game that was made for Christmas Eve and the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Giants, Eagles, the <laughs> battle for Jersey with Tommy Cutlets going down to South Philly. Come on. What are we doing? I got my goal. Um, is, <laughs> is Philly by 13 and a half? Good Lord, that number. But here's the thing. Philly's defense is a disaster. Like when you forget to start a sauce and it sticks to the pot, you can't it does start a gravy. That's all I asked you to do was sit there and start a gravy. And it, I, I, 13 and a half, Joe, convince me that I should not in a million years lean in on 13 and a half because I just don't trust Philly's defense and Matt Patricia is not fixing anything. I'm sorry. You can put all the pencils behind your ear you want. That's not fixing anything with Philly's defense. Yeah, this is too much, man. 13. This is kind of outrageous. Now I know that 
outside of Drew Locke, that the teams that they lost to during this three-game losing streak. How'd that March go, by the way? Any any reports on that? I know Philadelphia was having a March because they were very upset about the three-game losing streak. I don't know if uh, there was anything there. Um, look, DeVito had a rough time last week. It was pathetic against the Saints' defense. That's the Saints' defense. Remember, when DeVito went against soft secondaries like, oh, I don't know, Washington, right there with Philly as one of the bottom secondaries, he had three touchdowns. Like I'm not saying he's great. He sucked in college. I watched him at Illinois. Like he was terrible. Like, that's why this you watch your mouth, mania. sir. Oh, he was so bad, and you know it. Like you were celebrating when he was gone. But it's just I, 13 based on this, based on the Hertz regression that we've seen, and he's not right. There are a lot of things popping up, and it's the secondary, and it's the lack of a run game that we're seeing. That's why they were so dominant with that offensive line. It's like, what is their run game without the tush push this season? I'm not seeing it. Thir- 13 in divisional matchup, that's too many for me. So, yeah, I'm yeah. certainly looking at that. I mean, like, and come on, like, we've got to. Uh, we addressed it a little bit yesterday, Chris Mack, but Boston Scott against the Giants, like they're going to find a way. They always find a way to make sure he gets into the end zone. 11 touchdowns in nine career games. I saw yesterday Scott for an anytime touchdown. It was five to one. That's already down to plus 350. I see if at MGM, he's going to score a touchdown. They're going to make sure of it. Listen, I know Tommy DeVito already dropped his appearance fees and did that appearance for free, but good that, man. Good he man. might not even get requests anymore. I think it was a cute story, a nice little run, but the Eagles might just blow the Giants out here. I mean, they have been struggling. They have to get right, exercise some of those demons. I'm going to go ahead and lay it with the Eagles. It's gross because wow. it's a division matchup. I know it's a lot of points. It seems like yesterday it was 10 and a half, wasn't it? Well, how did right. we get to 13 and a half? It was, 10, this is insane. it was 10 and a half on the look ahead. Yeah. And yeah. this is too many. <sighs> Man, it's crazy. It really I is. Just wonder, could it, I just wonder. I could see like a 28-10 final, something like that. Yeah. I wonder if the Eagles have the wherewithal. To just kind of, you know, this is a time of year where, and I don't, what game were we talking about earlier? It may have been, um, it it may have been Kansas City. Um, There's a couple spots this week where I think teams are okay. Detroit, teams have to be okay to lean into winning ugly. Like, and if you're the Eagles, this is a good weekend to lean into, you know what? We don't care if it's not pretty. We're going to lean into winning ugly. The Giants can't stop the run. Uh, let's, you, you mentioned Boston Scott, Joe, but I mean, let's, let's see if we can lean in on Deandre Swift a little bit this weekend. And, yeah. and, and again, give our quarterback a chance to breathe a little bit, you know, maybe let him get a little soft reset. It, it's, it's, that's not something you should ordinarily think about in a divisional game, but I just think this is a chance for the Eagles to maybe find their sea legs again, steer into yeah. the skid a little bit, get, 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 get the hands back at 10 and two and find control here. Um, it doesn't have to, it, but that's exactly why I don't like 13 and a half. This is a, Hey, let's just, let's, let's just get out of here. And if we only win by, by six, Hey, that's okay. We'll take a 23, 17 win. And you know, Tommy DeVito does something stupid with the football late in the game and we get out alive. Right? Like that's, that's exactly mm-hmm. what the Eagles need. And that's the kind of game script I would look for, which is why I don't like, 
the 13 and a half. And I think if the Eagles try to lean in on the fact that they are just simply that much better than the Giants, that's where things do start to go sideways. Um, I mentioned the Super Bowl preview. You have to talk, you have to call it a Super Bowl preview if you talk about Ravens Niners. It's only the second time since 1970 that teams with a share of the best record in the league have met in, I believe it's week 14 or later. This doesn't happen this often, this late in the season when you get two teams this good playing against each other. Ravens getting five and a half on the road in San Francisco, though, in Santa Clara. Um, This is, hands down, best game of the weekend for me, Joe. Um, Five and a half is as good as San Francisco is, though. As many weapons as they have. As much as I think they might be able to score against Baltimore, I think five and a half is still too much for me. I always make fun of Aaron when she brings up Lamar Jackson versus the NFC and how dominant he's been. Uh, But in this specific case, I I think it's legitimate because the the straight-up record is always talked about. He's 19-1, and but the ATS record was losing. But but in this case, they're getting a ton of points. They're getting more than a field goal. We're at five and a half. I've seen it trickle down to five. What, why is that? Is there something to it? Now, sometimes it's random and he's playing bad teams. Mm-hmm. That That is certainly a bit of it. But they don't see quarterbacks like Lamar much in the NFC. And that's why he's had a lot of the success. And now that you're dealing with not only Andrews, now you've got Keaton Mitchell out. Lamar's going to have to lean into that run game a little bit. And he loves to do it against NFC teams. And I think we're going to see it in this matchup. Uh, the Ravens, what, they rushed for 250 last week against Jacksonville. I expect to see more of that. Uh, keep an eye out today for that San Francisco injury report. Is Armstead and Hargrave a go? They have not been practicing either of them this week. And we all know that's how you attack San Francisco. You've got to be able to run the ball. I mean, that's what you do. EPA per rush, they're 29th in the NFL. The problem is teams fall two, three scores behind, and it's hard to kind of slow the game down, control the tempo, and run the ball against San Francisco when you're down by so so much. Um, I don't think that's going to be the case here. I I expect Baltimore to stick with, with the heavy run approach, and this is way too much. Like, yes, I believe that San Francisco's number one team in the NFL. Everybody does. But is there really a gap of five and a half points between number one and number two? Because that's what the Ravens are. I think this is going to come down to the very end. It's going to be competitive. Ravens might even have a chance to win it outright, Aaron. Give me the five and a half. Mm, enjoy that. Enjoy every bit of that. You always make fun this of This is me. your it's team. Not just about the Lamar. This is your team. It is. But Baltimore's offensive line banged up. Ronnie Stanley, Morgan Moses. Uh, they don't have the offensive weapons. You talked about it with Mark Andrews, Keaton Mitchell. People are dropping like flies. And I think you are going to need an all-out effort to beat this Niners team. And then, oh, by the way, the Niners defense is really good too. So even if Lamar is performing at an MVP level, I think it's going to be tough to score against a San Francisco team that allows the second fewest points per game in the NFL. I like the Niners side. So are you all over the under then too? 47, I think it's at right now. All over the under. Yes. Yeah, it'll it'll I'm be not. one in the trenches, right? This game. I feel like it could so go likely. under, but I don't I have don't have a bet on that. It it should be it should be one in the trenches, but I'm just I'm thinking about all the injuries both of you guys mentioned. Like the defensive line for San Francisco, are they totally healthy? The offensive line for Baltimore. 
Like, does this thing become sort of Lamar just freelancing and, and coming up with offense on the fly like he can do? And is, I don't know, does, I could see the scoreboard going a little pinball on this one. Okay. I could see, I could see over 47, the lights going off. Yeah, I, I think I could. We'll get you our lightning bets, our favorite plays, before we wrap things up in a little less than an hour. Our two-minute drill on the way as well inside the final hour. Chris Mack in for Ed Egros alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. Make sure to watch us, twitch.tv slash betql and the Odyssey Sports YouTube channel as well. Seahawks off a big win, vying for a playoff spot against the Titans. And the Broncos, it's a disaster. Sean Payton yelling at Russell Wilson and so much more next on (laughs) BetQL Daily.